Hello, this is Rafal Davidovich, and welcome to Nach Wednesday. Today, we will be summarizing and explaining a little about Sefer Yehoshua Perk Yud Gimel. This is the book of Joshua, chapter 13. And as I mentioned at the end of class on chapter 12, this really sets up part 2 of the Yehoshua saga. In what way is it part 2? Well, in part 1, we see how Yehoshua succeeded in fulfilling all of the prophecies and all of the promises that Moshe Rabbeinu had made. So really, through the first 12 chapters, we see Yehoshua as the perfect understudy and the perfect substitute for Moshe Rabbeinu. But starting now with chapter 13, we see the other half of Yehoshua, in which Yehoshua is not really the complete successor and the complete substitute to Moshe Rabbeinu, but the ways in which the destiny of the Jewish people would not go smoothly. It would have to start, or at least continue now, from the ground up. We see this in the opening line, which I will read now. Pasukala, verse 1, Vihoshua zakein bo bayamim. Yoshua was now older, old. Vayomer Hashem love. God told Yehoshua, Atazokanta vasa vayamim. You are now quite elderly, on in years. And that's the sentence. There's the rub. He says, The land, much of it remains, very much of it remains, to conquer and to be possessed. You have conquered quite a bit. However, you have left the entire coastline, and he goes on to describe the different areas, the entire coastline of the Mediterranean and the northern areas of Eretz Yisrael still have remained untouched. I guess what today we would think of as part of the modern nation-state of Lebanon, which was part of Eretz Yisrael at that time, and the entire coastline, which is the bulk of the, the vast majority of the population of the state of Israel today, those areas were not conquered. So now you have to get working on it. However, Yehoshua would not do that. And Klal Yisrael, the Jewish people, under Yehoshua's reign, would not end up conquering those territories. What would happen? They would remain for the subsequent three centuries to take care of and comprise most of the bulk of Sefer Shoftim, the next book in Navi, the book of Judges. However, there's still much that needs to be said, and it starts with chapter 13. And what is said here in chapter 13 is an outline of what has been conquered till now. This will take us through chapters 13 and 14 and 15 and 16. And these comprise, according to the opinion of the Gemara, the main reason why Sefer Yehoshua was written. To give the Jewish people an outline of what territories belonged to what Shvatim, to which tribes. We start here with chapter 13 and it outlines the areas that were conquered before Yehoshua even became leader, while the Jewish people were still on the eastern side of the Jordan, what is now people refer to as the Transjordan. So chapter 13 outlines, for example, the exact boundaries and territories of the tribe of Reuven, Shevet Reuven, all of the territories and cities of Shevet God, the tribe of God, and all of the territories of half of the tribe of Menashe, 
These are outlined in Chumash already, and they are now being repeated here, city by city, territory by territory, to let us know what the Jewish people conquered before Yehoshua died, and to contrast that with what would be conquered by the Jewish people after Yehoshua leaves the scene. So this is the summary of chapter 13, telling us that Yehoshua is not going to do it, and outlining Ruvain, God, and Chatzim Menashe, half the tribe of Menashe. This will then lead to chapters 14, 15, and 16, telling us which territories were conquered by Yehoshua and were given to the tribes of Yehuda and Ephraim and Menashe, which are the tribes of Yosef. We'll continue more in the next class. Thank you for listening.